After constantly being bombarded with emails, phone calls, and text messages on a daily basis asking, what would you do? Sometimes it's an, oh crap, I made a mistake, help me. And sometimes it's just a question about the latest technology and do we feel it's worth the investment? We want to help answer all of these questions. So welcome to What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. We'll be interviewing experts in the industry to help answer the questions that you desire to know the answers to. And now, it's time for What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. Hello, and welcome to What Would Larry Do? I am Dr. Ann, and I'm here with Larry Helwig. So we've got a fun topic for today. So today we're going to talk about Forever Young BBL and why photofacials are actually the true fountain of youth. So this is, this is one of our favorite treatments. I would say Larry, as Laser Larry, has been known for decades as being one of the photofacial gurus. Um, so what we really want to start and dive into, for anybody who doesn't really know, I'm just going to go right at Larry, what is a photofacial exactly? Well, a photofacial is a treatment that you do that gets rid of reds and browns. It's that simple. And that is all we believed it was for many, many years. And we owe this treatment to Dr. Patrick Bitter Sr. and Dr. Patrick Bitter Jr. And they came up with this in the 80s. And it is amazing. And, you know, their dermatology, he's a, Dr. Patrick Bitter Jr. ended up doing a study, well, we can talk about, but uh, he's in Los Gatos, uh, California, and I've been to his practice. He's been to our practice, and this guy is brilliant. Mm -hmm. And if you were to see his skin, you'd say, oh, my God. I I don't know how old he is now, but I'd say he's got to be approaching, hmm, 55 to 60, looks about 30. Oh, yeah, his skin is I mean, is it's just flawless. Gorgeous. You know, yeah, and uh, so he's a, obviously a believer in something that he created and yes. helped, you know, invent. And, and, and he practices what he preaches. He does very much, and he takes care of himself. He yeah. says he's a, he's a very bright dermatologist, and he gets it and uh, teaches it and the whole nine yards, and, and uh, we love it. We, you know, in our practice... This is the first thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the road to recovery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is really it. This is our starting point with almost everyone who comes in. And, um, and the reason is, is it starts out reds and browns. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to look at your skin. We're going to see it. And we want that gone. That, mm-hmm. that helps you look so much younger right away. That, that it's just, it's fabulous. That. And that is, you know, in those days, in those days, what did you add? Yes, CO2 laser, and you then had photofacial. And so when photofacial came out, it was like, oh, my God, we can fix people. We can brighten their skin. We can help them look so much better with no downtime. Mm-hmm. And that was key. You can do a treatment, you know, half hour, hour long treatment. And uh, for us, our standard treatment is face, neck, and chest, because that's one unit. Mm-hmm. And we feel it all goes together. You know, if you do a really good job in one area and you don't do the other areas, well, the other areas, again, look worse, mm-hmm. right? It's just like 
redecorating your house. And so it's the same thing. We and always so, say uh, keep, keep them in the same decade. That's right. right. You don't want your neck and chest looking 20 years older than your face, or it's a dead giveaway of how old you are. Exactly. So doing that and putting that all together, fantastic. And so we owe so much to uh, uh, Dr. Bitter uh, for everything photofacial and uh, what he's come up with. So yeah. we, uh, and we do it, believe in it. Everybody loves it. Yeah, so photofacials are commonly referred to out there as laser treatments. They're actually a light, um, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But they are treatments that patients can go have to address the abnormal pigmentation on their skin, meaning their sun damage, their reds. So Larry, there's several different types of photofacials out there. IPL, or what we know as intense pulse light, is a common one, as well as BBL, which we're going to be talking about, um, which is broadband light. So what make these different from each other, and are all devices that claim to be photofacials the same? Well, we've had, uh, I don't know, maybe seven, eight different systems in our practice over the years. And, uh, you know, do they all work? Yes. Yes, they all work. But intense pulse light is what started. It was the beginning, and that's called IPL, intense pulse light, in which you are delivering light to tissue, and when that light hits a target, the beat meaning melanin, uh, it heats up that target and kills it. So it's killing your brown spots so that they just go away. And again, with no downtime. So that's, that's IPL. Well, we believe that the second generation of IPL is called the BBL. Mm-hmm. It is the BBL. And uh, it stands for broadband light. And the wavelengths are a little bit different. It goes a little bit deeper. It goes out to 1,400 nanometers, which if you're not in the business, probably doesn't mean a lot to you. But we feel, <laughs> we feel it goes deep. Yeah. And uh, we like that. We yes. like that very, very much. And we, we think it's fantastic. And it, mm-hmm. it delivers the energy uh, in a slightly different way, more of a top hat or square waveform where it's uh, consistent throughout the uh, the pulse on the skin. So again, just the technology is a little bit different and all the attachments to it is different. The cooling is different. What we can do is different. So there are a number of things about it that we believe make it uh, quite an advanced technology over the others. Mm-hmm. And for any of you that are not in the business, the way I like to describe the technology in this day and age is that the aesthetics, equipment, and lasers are advancing as fast as cell phones and computers. So if any of you can think back to what kind of cell phone that you were using 10 to 15 years ago, right, or if you even had one, that's the same kind of laser equipment we had 10 to 15 years ago. So all of the technology advancing, we are getting equipment that is better, it is safer, it is faster. And so even though there's a lot of different devices out there for photofacials that are good, it is good if you do have upgraded equipment so that it's safer, better, and faster. Um, one of the things, though, that we want to discuss for who's out there is who is a candidate for a photofacial? Well, I, I'd say anyone who has uh, pigment issues or sun damage is a candidate, uh, taking into account, of course, their skin type. Mm-hmm. And so if you've recently been in the sun, you're not a candidate. Mm-mm. If you are pregnant, you're not a candidate. Uh, if you have darker skin type, you're not a candidate. 
But otherwise, everyone else really is. There are some contraindications that we go through and make sure that you fit mm-hmm. the, the health scale that we need to have for this. But most people are candidates for this, and they truly benefit uh, a great deal. Yeah, and in reality, you know, the, out of the six Fitzpatrick skin types, usually one through fours are the ones who are candidates, and they're the ones who end up with sun damage. I mean, to be honest, in your darker skin types, they don't usually have uneven pigment because they have overall beautiful melanin throughout their skin that's even. So even though they're not a candidate for it, they usually don't struggle with this problem either. They don't have that issue. There is one type of issue that does show up in darker skin types, which is not a candidate for this, is melasma. So if you are a melasma patient and you know what it is, and I'm not going to get into it today, you are not a candidate for photofacial. So that, that used to be a thought out there that you were, but we know that it can clean it up at first and allow it to come back with a vengeance. So we typically do a full evaluation in our office to make sure that you have true sun damage and not melasma underneath so that we can treat you with the right technology. And in another podcast, we're going to talk about melasma and how to treat it because that's a whole subject on its own. So now that we know who is a candidate, typically Fitzpatrick one through four with sun damage, brown spots, redness, rosacea, broken capillaries on face, neck, chest, um, is it safe to have a photofacial? And what are some of the possible side effects or risks that patients and practitioners should be aware of? This is a very safe treatment if it is done, you know, uh, if it's done safely. <laughs> <laughs> what else can I say? You know, if you do stupid, you get stupid, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, so that happens, you know. People will many times... Um, uh, use the wrong settings if they're not experienced, if they haven't been properly trained. The, the, the problem with photofacial or laser hair removal or any of these things, and I'm an expert witness in lawsuits all the time regarding this type of thing, is that uh, the, the, the people maybe haven't been properly trained. And it starts with that. So safety has to do with really understanding laser physics Mm-hmm. understanding light tissue interaction and what happens and really getting a good health history and doing a good assessment of the patient by doing those basic simple things and then knowing how to deliver a good quality treatment um, is all the difference in the world. So are there risks if you are uh, treating someone that you should not be treating? Of course, mm-hmm. you know, yep. there's going to be a risk. If your energy setting is too high, there could be a risk. If you if your pulse width is wrong, there could be a risk. If a number of issues, but if you are going to someone who's well-trained and well-educated, there are really very few risks. And, you know, this is one of the biggest reasons why we started this podcast is because we get emails and phone calls from people all over, not just patients, but practitioners saying, you know, I've burned somebody or I've striped somebody. And, you know, I talked to my last podcast about this, you know, cougar who came in as a leopard and she wanted to go back to being a cougar. But the problem is if you take an untrained, inexperienced technician, you can take this leopard and turn her into a tiger by striping her all the way up with a photofacial. And and that's one of the biggest side effects that patients who are scared to have them have seen a friend who's got stripes, which are like burn marks where they've taken out some of the pigment and left behind. So I agree with Larry. This is actually the safest and one of the easiest procedures for a technician to perform if you know what you're doing. Number one, you have to ask the patient questions. Have you been in the sun? Have you been in a tanning bed? And number two, you actually have to understand biophysics. My favorite part is when Larry gets a phone call to go out and train. 
and they'll say, I need you to train me on this. You know, I have a Cineron or a Qterra or a Cyton. Can you come train me? And he's, will ask, well, you know, what wavelengths do you have on there and what treatments? And they're like, well, it's a, it's a candela. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> if it's a photofacial, right, it's wavelengths between 500 to 600 nanometers is usually where we're starting. But if you don't even actually know the wavelength on your device, do you even know what you're doing? No, probably not. And then there's the whole idea of milliseconds and all these other things. So I agree with Larry. It can be an extremely safe or an extremely dangerous procedure depending on who's doing it. So get your training. So offices out there, make sure your staff is well-trained. And physicians, if you're only overseeing it, I highly recommend, even if you're not going to do it, that you sit in on the trainings and you understand what's going on. So in case an issue comes up, you know how to address it. And patients, make sure you're going to somebody who really knows what they're doing. Again, your cheap $99 treatments are not going to cut it. So if they're going to tell you that they're going to treat your face for a photofacial for $99, I would be a little scared. And just remember, you can be burned and permanently scarred if somebody doesn't know what they're doing. Now, when you go to experts, it is safe, it is easy, and it will be one of the best treatments you have with no downtime to give you beautiful skin. So that's why we like to bring that up. It's a fantastic treatment. Mm -hmm. And I, when I was at Dr. Bitter's office, he does most of these treatments himself. Mm -hmm. And when you watch him do it and the patients keep coming back and back, and they look fantastic. So mm -hmm. the whole idea we started at our office is uh, promoting it in a, in a little bit different way that we will do your correction. And then once we've corrected you, and we'll try to do anti-aging with it, and we're going to get into that. Yeah. But then we put you into a program to enhance the correction so yeah. that you're continually getting better and better all the time. Yep, the maintenance. And actually, that brings me to my next question, because okay. this is something that was, you know, created by Dr. Um, Patrick Bitters Jr., is what is Forever Young BBL? That's the title of our podcast, and this is something that he developed and created and coined. But what is this treatment? Well, in the early days, everyone, and I was one of them, so I started doing photofacial when it first came out many, many years ago, and I loved it because it really did correct sun damage, and so people were very happy. I never thought for a minute that it did anything beyond that. I just did not. This was not a big laser. This was not, I was not resurfacing. I was not doing any of those things. And so obviously it was not doing anti-aging. And that was my feeling. And that was the feeling of the general public. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Bitter started looking at his patients that he had been treating for many, many years. And many of these patients were getting treated three times, maybe four times a year. But that's all they had. They did not do resurfacing. They were not having surgery, nothing else. And after five, seven, eight, ten years, they were looking far younger than when he first started seeing them ten years ago. And it led to a study. And mm -hmm. I think that's, that's how it all got going. And it, it is amazing, the study that came out of Stanford. So Forever Young BBL is using the broadband light as an anti-aging program in addition to getting rid of your, your pigment and your vessels, your capillaries, the reds, the browns, all of that. So it is total, 100% skin rejuvenation. Yeah, he changed the paradigm of how we all thought about photofacials. 
We all used to sell them in a package of three to five. Let's correct your damage and then you're done. Now we all look at it as, yes, we'll sell them in a package of three to five, correct your damage. When you are done with correction, you go on to maintenance. And the maintenance is typically doing a single photofacial three to four times a year. So you come in, you know, pretty much every quarter. So if you're getting your Botox, your Dysport, your Zeomin, right, you should be having your photofacial with it. And even if you don't have a lot of brown and red spots, there are other anti-aging effects going on in the skin. And this is the study that was published. You said it was a Stanford study. And the name of it is actually Rejuvenation of Gene Expression Patterns of Aged Human Skin by Broadband Light Treatment. And it was a pilot study, and it was actually published in the Journal of Investigative Dermatology. This is the study that actually gave proof to the fact of the anti-aging effects. Right, Larry? That's correct. And, you know, again, no one believed this. And this study out of Stanford actually showed that gene expression is the key. That you can, that you have genes that um, are anti-aging in Mm -hmm. nature and genes that are actually aging in nature. Yeah, and to, to, to clarify that, the genes that are anti-aging are active when you're in your 20s, and they turn off in your 40s. That's and then the aging genes are dormant in your 20s, and then they turn on in your 40s. And what did they show with these aging and anti-aging genes? That it reversed. That you actually took genes and turned aging genes into anti-aging genes. Yeah, or turned the, the anti-aging, anti-aging genes, genes on. on. And turn the others off. And so to think about that, I mean, it's just, it was to this day, people are surprised to hear that. If you have not read the study, you did not look at it, you would not think, well, God, I'm just going to go get my reds and browns done. You had no idea that this was going to make such a difference. And, uh, you know, I don't remember every detail of what happened, but a number of Older women were treated with photofacial three times, Mm -hmm. and then they biopsied them. And at the same time, they went and biopsied younger women in the same location. And what they did is they evaluated the histology, what they actually got, and that's how they found this whole gene expression. And they found that there was an increase in collagen, an increase in all the good things in the skin of the older women that had been treated. It was actually happening more and faster than in the younger women. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's impressive. It was just something that uh, at that point no one had thought was happening. Dr. Bitter, of course, suspected it because he had been looking at all the photos. And so now something as simple as a photofacial can turn back the time and can keep turning it back. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's an impressive thing. And that's why building this into your maintenance program or enhancement program, whatever you want to call it, you should do. And we have that program at Clear Skin Institute. We do three or four a year every year on patients, and so that, you know, after, say, three years, four years, five years, you keep looking younger and younger and younger without any downtime while your friends keep looking older and older and older. It's kind of a fun thing. It is. It is. The patients love it. And actually, I'll put a link on this when we're done where you guys can be able to find this study. But all of the people that were in this study, they took their photos. They were a part of this study for 10 years. They were doing three photofacials a year 
for 10 years and nothing else. And then they took all these photos. And so let's say, for example, we had this woman at 43 starting, and then they had pictures of her at 53 to 54 afterwards. You set them side by side, and they sent them out to be judged by people of who was younger and who was older and by how much. Everybody who was 10 years older actually looked younger than their original photo by just doing photo facials as part of this study. And you'll be able to see all that when you research it. They are amazing. And most people, again, you don't think it's real. And then you realize, nope, this was a study done at Stanford and it's published in a legitimate journal. This is real information and real research behind what's going on with just photo facials. So we were part of that evaluation and that assessment. So, Or you were, Larry. I was. And I had hundreds I don't know how many, I can't remember uh, now off the top of my head, how many patients were involved. But what you got was uh, about a two-by-two picture of skin. So you didn't have hair, you didn't have eyes, you didn't have all that. It was just an objective assessment of skin. And you had two of them side by side. And the idea was which one is older and by how much. And that was it. And you looked at slide after slide after slide like that. And that's how they came up with the idea that, wow, you could be 10 years older and have younger looking skin than you did when you first came. Yeah, meaning you can be in your 50s and look better than you did in your 40s. Yep. So, again, this is a treatment that everybody should be doing. Mm -hmm. If you're you're not having this, you should have this. And... uh, we tend to do it fairly aggressively. Yeah. Because we, we just, we're just hooked on it. We believe in it. And we believe in doing your arms and shoulders and upper back and cleaning up all the areas and giving you collagen, elastin, all the good stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you do that? Because once you do that, now it's just very, very easy just to maintain mm-hmm. and keep everything looking good. And now that we know what we need to do for our skin, which we did not know when we were 15 or 18 or whatever, (laughs) you know, and I'm I'm out there barbecuing myself. So now we know better than that. Mm -hmm. And so you can do these treatments and what a difference it makes. And you can uh, have fairly aggressive treatments, multiple passes done by someone who knows what they're doing and see very major changes in an extremely short period of time. Again, no downtime. Yeah. And, you know, what I also like to bring up for our patients out there is that you have to actively participate. You know, we can help change your skin. We can help give you beautiful skin. But we are going to give you certain assignments, like you have to wear your sunscreen, and you can't lay in a tanning bed, and you can't continue to barbecue yourself outside. Now, you know, I still go to the beach. I still hike out in the mountains. I still ride my bike. I still do all these things. But I protect myself with sunscreen, with hats, and most importantly, the right kind of sunscreen and the reapplication of it. So I'm not telling you that you have to become a vampire and never see the sun again. I like to be outside. We live in Arizona, which is beautiful, but you need to do it properly. So I'm not asking you to give up your lifestyle. I have patients that I have fully resurfaced and photofacial who are triathletes, who are avid hikers, who do all these things and we don't make them shut down their lifestyle. We just help educate them of what they need to do. So you have to participate in it as well. And then your doctors, nurses, um, your med spas, wherever you're going to can help you by doing these photo facials. And the most important thing I like to bring up is with social media, with the way that Hollywood is, a lot of women come in 
scared of becoming one of the Stepford wives, where you just see these odd-looking aliens walking around. And, and really, if you are in your 50s and 60s, you don't know what to do, you know you want to make a change, you know you don't want to look like one of those Stepford wives or aliens, the number one place you can start is getting beautiful, healthy skin with something as simple as a photofacial. Because if we take off that sun damage and give you better, beautiful, healthy-looking skin and give you that glow back, you're going to look younger, right? I think if, if we can at some point, we'll see if we can't get Dr. Bitter on our show yeah. and uh, have him contribute because hearing it directly from him would be, I think, very impressive for, for the audience. Yeah, and he's yeah. just extremely intelligent. The, yeah. the amount of time, research, and effort that he spent in his life developing this I mean, there's so much you can learn from him, even in just a short period of time. And if you've never been able to attend one of his lectures, he speaks all over the country at different conferences, you should take the time and go see him speak. Yes, he's, a, he's an excellent speaker. He's passionate about it, and he gets it. He just understands skin so well. And again, just look at his, look at his skin, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. So this is a treatment everyone should do. If you're not doing it in your clinic... You should do photofacial. I mean, it's just the foundation. It's it's the basics. It's every bit as basic as laser hair removal. Mm-hmm. And and I think it just, this is rejuvenation at its best. Well, and that brings me to, so Larry, if you're recommending that everybody do it, how often should patients be treated? Um, that's, uh, mm, uh, cover, cover both aspects. I know yeah. exactly what you're saying on that. So from beginning to end, if they're brand new and they start, and then just in general, how often should they be treated? Our our program is we do four treatments, and, you know, if you have rosacea or something more aggressive, it may be more than that. But normally we do four treatments about a month apart, Mm -hmm. and uh, that gives you plenty of time in between, and your skin will lightly mm, flake, and you won't even know it. The brown just disappears. You, all your facial pigment and whatever disappears, or some portion of it at least, uh, in about seven days. And on your uh, neck and chest, usually uh, seven to ten days. And Sometimes and, up to two weeks or a little bit longer. It can be. I rush it. I know. He yeah. tries to rush it. I'm going to tell all my women out there who get a photo facial right now, <laughs> if you have microcrusting on your neck and, <clears throat> sorry, neck and chest, do not scrub it off if it has been less than two weeks, Larry. Come on now. <laughs> okay, no Brillo pad on the, no. on the skin. Okay, all right. But it, anyway, this is a very short-term thing. It doesn't stop you from doing your normal activities. You just are careful with the sun. So I highly recommend that. And then get into a maintenance program or an enhancement program, whatever you want to call it. And uh, do, uh, you know, I'd say a minimum three a year. You know, yes. every, every four months. Yes. We have a special program and special pricing for people that want to do four a year, and then they can alternate every once in a while with a different type of treatment or a different device, but it really comes out nice, and they look so good all the time, and that's, uh, you know, it's very rewarding for everyone. Yeah, and it just comes to that whole maintenance thing, right? So first you have correction, then you have maintenance. So how often you're getting them done really depends on what stage you're in. If you're correcting, you need to be in our clinic every month. If you're maintaining, you're probably only in our clinic once every three to four months doing something. And for, you know, I'm a lot of times our primary patient base is, you know, 40 to 65-year-old women. However, I have tried, started treating a lot of youngers. 
So 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, that millennial population. So what I like to tell you guys is you guys have a head start from your parents, right? You should be in my clinic at least twice a year. So they don't need to come as often. They're still young. They're still growing collagen. But guess what we can do for you? We can help you head off that aging train before it ever gets on the track. Meaning, let's start wearing sunscreen. Let's create healthy habits for our skin. And twice a year, just doing a little photofacial, no downtime, no major issues, you can begin creating healthy skin before you ever even have aged skin. So I love speaking to the younger people out there. And, you know, my biggest issue, and this is, you know, the reason why I'm passionate about this stuff as well, is skin cancer, right? So we live in Arizona. And for anybody who wants to argue the point of sunscreens causing more issues than sun, I would really like you to research what the UV rays actually do and research melanoma, basal cell carcinoma, and squamous cell carcinoma and what the actual cause is. It's sun. And again, I don't tell my patients they can never go in it, but there are different Fitzpatrick skin types and different genetic backgrounds who are more highly prone to skin cancer and they need to protect themselves. And if you've never known anybody that's had melanoma, basal cell carcinoma, or squamous cell carcinoma and had to have things cut out all over, then I'm sorry, but if you're arguing that sunscreen is worse than that, you should probably go meet these people and talk to them about how it's changed their lives. So we want to help educate these younger people of not just creating younger, beautiful skin, but avoiding skin cancer and some of the dangers that can come out of it. Because not everybody's going to get skin cancer, but there are some people who are likely to get it. And the proper sunscreen, because some sunscreens are terrible, I do agree with that. And we'll have that eventually on another podcast to educate people on what is the right sunscreen. But you need to wear it, especially if you have a family history or if you're a lighter Fitzpatrick skin type that could be at risk for these skin cancers. So my passion is to help younger people avoid some of these issues as well as maintaining their youthful and healthy skin. Fantastic. One, one last point I want to make too, and that's not so much on the skin cancer component. However, obviously in Arizona that's very important. Mm -hmm. But as our skin ages, I mean, think of age 30 and all of a sudden hmm, aging starts. We're, we're not producing collagen, hyaluronic acid, all the things that we used to produce in abundance when we were at our peak, age 15. Now we're at age 30. We're no longer at our peak and things have slowed down. And so I always use it as, uh, I always say it like, this is like a locomotive on a railroad track. And now the locomotive is leaving the station and it's going the wrong way for us. It's called aging. And every year that goes by, that locomotive gets going a little bit faster and a little bit faster. And all of a sudden, a number of years goes by, and what do we have? We have a runaway locomotive. And so if you do a treatment, and, that's, and that lo lo runaway locomotive, it means that you have momentum. You are aging faster with age. And so by doing treatments like this, you don't immediately stop the runaway locomotive, but you slow it down. You do another treatment, you slow it down some more, and eventually you stop that locomotive. And so your skin is not aging like it did at all. And you do some maintenance, and all of a sudden you start backing it up. And that is what the photos showed. You're actually backing up the runaway locomotive, and you're getting momentum going the other direction. 
So momentum works in, in whatever direction you point it. You just have to get it going. Mm-hmm. And so the important thing is photofacial is the easiest thing for you to see a major difference without downtime and get the locomotive going in the right direction for you. And how soon do they see results with this treatment? Immediately. It's, you know, you, you'll, uh, any, any pigment and things like that will usually disappear in, you know, seven to ten days. Yep. And people look brighter right yeah. away. They look, they'll come in and they'll say, whoa, I had no idea it was going to be this good. Yep. And, and that's, uh, so it's a very, very impressive treatment. Very easy to perform, again, uh, an hour or so in the clinic. And I highly recommend it, it as a starting point. I agree with you. And, you know, once we get you guys cleaned up and you're on maintenance, um, <clears throat> sorry, we do use photofacials for brides, mothers of the brides, a month before. Because really, if they have a little bit of sun damage, we want to make sure it's all flaked off. But it gives the skin that glow so they can have that beautiful skin. So this really is a treatment without a lot of downtime that gives you pretty quick and immediate results. And that's why we love it. Not only is it changing the health of the skin, but you see a difference right away. So patients are happier. It's easy for us to do and all that kind of stuff. So, Larry, we're going to start to wrap up this episode because I think we've really gotten into it. And, again, I will put some links on it where you can find the study by Dr. Patrick Bitters, Jr. So you can learn more about this true forever young BBL. But do you have any last recommendations or advice for our listeners today? Well, I had a photo facial last week. Mm-hmm. It had been a while. and uh, You were looking old again, right? I was looking old. <laughs> uh, the staff totally abused me mm-hmm. uh, and uh, worked out very well. I, in fact, I had two. We do multiple treatments every time we do something, typically. Mm-hmm. And uh, very, very nice enhancement. So... I just, you know, we do this ourselves because we believe in it. And yes. I, I just highly recommend everyone get on board with this at whatever place you go to. But do it. It's a, it's a very well worthwhile treatment. And, again, look up Dr. Patrick Bitter. Look up his study and what happened, you know, in the Stanford study. Um, this is technology and this is treatment that is very worthwhile. And the technology that he uses is Cyton BBL. And that's the same technology we have. And uh, it, it really does work very well. Yep. And so I have one last uh, word of advice for our listeners today is go get your evaluation of your skin. You know, if you haven't gone to see somebody yet, the number one place you should start is um, by seeing a dermatologist to have a skin cancer check. If you're in your 30s and above, and whether you have a family history or not, if you have not established yourself with a dermatologist to get a skin cancer check, please do. And I'm sorry, but if you are in your 40s, 50s, and 60s and have had a lot of sun damage, if you were like Larry Bacon out there and iodine with tinfoil, and you have not had a skin cancer check at a dermatologist's office, please do. It is a huge issue out there, and it can be devastating to you if you get the diagnosis and it's too late. So yes, I want you in in my office. I want to treat you with photofacials. But if you come in my office and you have extensive sun damage and you have not been to a dermatologist for a skin cancer check, I will refuse treatment and send you out until you get it done. It's extremely important and I'm passionate about it because my mom's had a lot of skin cancer. So that's where my, you know, kind of heart comes from in that. But I want to help patients look beautiful 
but I also want to do it safely. And the most important thing for me is that we can help you guys. So I think that'll wrap up our um, episode for today. So thank you for joining us here in beautiful, sunny Arizona. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to What Would Larry Do? Featuring Dr. Ann. Hear it live each week here or anytime 24-7 on demand at StarWorldWideNetworks.com.